0: This is from the International Mission Board, um, which is the the proselytizing, the evangelizing arm of the Southern Baptists. And so the code there is, declare his God's glory among the heathen, his wonders among all people. God wants Southern Baptists as a people to mobilize vast resources for reaching all people groups for Jesus Christ. So this is their mission statement. So what they are saying is that. It is necessary for us to spread this among the heathens, to save the heathens. So the other people, their religions, their traditions are not valid. In fact, they are satanic. Satan has, has, uh, uh, has captured their minds and we need to free them from Satan and the way we free them from Satan is to spread the gospel. This is their point of view. We must realize that this is not our mission. It is God's mission. It is a vision that will be fulfilled for Jesus said in Matthew 24, 14, the gospel of the kingdom will be preached in the whole world as a witness to every nation and then the end will come. So, a lot of times we don't understand why are the missionaries doing this? Why are the evangelists doing it? They are doing it because they consider it their religious duty. They consider it their religious duty that their scripture is telling them, their doctrine is telling them, that they have to do this. And not only is it necessary for them to do it, it is apocalyptic, meaning all of the the Christians are waiting in their graves for Judgment Day. On Judgment Day, they will be bodily lifted from the grave and they will ascend to heaven. This is the belief so that when will judgment day come now, this has always been a question right from the beginning of christianity and they and they were they were thinking it's going to happen very soon, and in fact, there's a lot of apocalyptic even movies that that the West produces apocalypse now that they are waiting for judgment Day. they are constantly waiting for the end of the world so that the they will be lifted up to heaven, and so that is. So, you know, there was a big um, thing around uh, AD 2000 also, there was this idea that that is the time. But from centuries, somebody or the other has been predicting that judgment day is about to come now and we will finally get liberated because they're all rotting in graves. You know, they have to they have to get liberated from there and go to heaven. So, then there's the belief system. It says that, okay, maybe the, the once we preach the gospel to the whole world, then the end will come. Therefore, then judgment day will come and then we will get to heaven. So, this is again one of the driving forces for the gospel mission. The other aspect of that which is more uh, more personal in a way is that fear is a very, uh, very key aspect of, of the, the spread and the belief in Christianity. I remember I was in a Buddhist temple in Seattle one time. And I was talking to um, an American woman who had become Buddhist. So I was speaking to her about her experience. And she said, I, I, told, I asked her what was the biggest difference for her. She said the biggest difference was freedom from the terror of hell. Freedom from the terror of hell. What is this terror of hell? And this all happens in Islam as well. You believe because you are a Christian, you are going to heaven. But you never really know for sure. Maybe you are not a good enough Christian. Maybe your belief is not strong enough, right? And so every week you are being taught this doctrine of hell, and there is this huge fear that you actually might end up in hell. And and the children are ter- terrified of this. I mean, this this is something that creates terror in children because they are, you're going there. They're preaching their their you know hellfire and damnation. Is going to happen. So there's all these, uh, you know, graphic details. In fact, there was a big best-selling American book called uh, uh, "Taken Away" or something. I forget the title. There was a whole series um, where where they were talking about what is hell like. They were describing it in graphic detail. So there is this terror of hell, and this terror of hell is a big force in in driving the mission as well because they are hoping that maybe. They don't know for sure if they're if they're going to get saved, but maybe if they are doing this thing, then God will finally be happy at them and they will get saved and they won't go to hell, right? So that is another um, another motivation. And then finally, if they do that, then every nation um, will um, will then the end will come and then Jesus will take them away to heaven. The reason why I'm, I'm giving this story is for us, for me, all of this was new. Meaning that I never understood this. It took me at least, uh, you know, I said several years after being in the U.S. And I was very, I was very curious about American society. I was interacting with many different kinds of people. Um, In fact, I remember I was on a date once, and uh, this woman asked me, uh, "What brought you to America?" And I said, "I came here for the anthropology of the natives." So, I came here to study and it was kind of a joke, but it was also true because I really wanted to study that society because they kept sending people to study us, but we never sent people to study them, you know, and study, study their, their society. So, in studying it, we have to realize that there are several kinds of asymmetries that happen. One of the asymmetries is the asymmetry of doctrine, right? I have said that there's a different belief systems. One belief system says, that everybody has their own tradition. It is, it is good for them and let everybody follow what they are following. What is the problem? The other belief system says that there is one truth, the rest are false and it is important that we make everybody believe in this truth. Right? So, asymmetry of doctrine. So, that asymmetry comes from and the Joshua project you'll find. Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations. This is the asymmetry which is driving uh, the mission. So, what is the Joshua project? There was a project before this called the AD 2000 movement. So, there was a lot of, um, you know, they had a lot of belief around this 2000 years after, after Jesus came, that maybe that was the apocalyptic moment, judgment day will happen. And so, they were driving towards saying, okay, 2000 years have passed and we still have not converted the entire world. So, we really need to focus on it. So, if you read, I read the documents in the 1990s on this ad 2000 movement and they were like saying in fact their slide deck said just like coke is there in every in every city in every place we need to market our mission like coke is doing its marketing and we need to have this whole uh, marketing effort that will bring this to the entire world and this is the biggest multinational on the planet in terms of its marketing effort You know, they have the Jesus film. I don't know what the current count is, but it's it's like translated into maybe 800 or 900 languages. So they'll go to some small tribal place. That tribe has never seen a film in their language, but these people have studied the language and dubbed it. And in that film, Jesus is asking them to come to him. Right. So imagine the impact, you know, that that creates. So this is the biggest multinational marketing effort that um, that dwarfs any multinational corporation uh, on the planet.